Welcome to the Building Her Up podcast, a place where women longing for Christian mentorship can find wisdom, encouragement, and a reminder of who they are in Christ. I am your host, Jasmine Ruiz, and today's episode is about gaining endurance to run in 2024, the race God has called you to run, and the race of life. We'll be going over some encouraging messages from the apostles to different churches and three components to get you to finish your race. Do I have your attention? Awesome. Stick around. Welcome to season two of the Building Her Up podcast. It feels so good to be back here with you. And to catch up, 2023 was such a memorable year for me. I had the chance to launch this podcast. I had the chance to graduate with my master's. That is like a massive accomplishment. It felt like such a uphill climb, especially that last semester, but I did it. Uh, Just in case you don't know, I got my master's in clinical, clinical mental health counseling. So I'm officially a counselor. And that makes me feel so happy to say that. Uh, But yeah, so now that I'm done, it feels like I have shed 10 pounds just from the weight of what's been on my mind and even on my body. But it feels so good to just finally get that done. Um, But feeling just like I've been able to achieve so much. So along with that, um, another more memorable thing that has happened in 2023 is that God called me to transition my daughter from public school to homeschooling and take on that role of teacher. So it's not really something I imagined for either of us. It's just something that God started putting on my heart. And it was something that as he was laying it on my heart and I was seeking him in prayer about it, he was just saying, Jasmine, this is the time. This is what I want you to do. And you know what? It has its challenges, like just anything, like anything else, really. But now that I'm in it, I love it. I love getting to be home with her and and getting to be the one that is training her up, filling her mind, you know. Uh, Before, when she was in public school, I didn't really know what she was learning all the time. So now I have an idea like, okay, this is what she's learning because I am here along with her, you know, I'm I'm here and and being the one to, to, to teach her. So it's something that it's, it's just been really sweet, uh, truly just a sweet gift from God. He, he's really been doing a lot in my life. And uh, along with that has come a lot of hats. So thinking about just in 2023, some of the hats that I've worn have been the hat of daughter, the hat of wife, mother, student, teacher, counselor, and then maid and chef. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there's many more hats I've worn. Um, and depending on the season of life, certain hats have felt heavier than others. So in 2023, um, you know, the hat that felt the heaviest was 
the student hat, you know. But now, on the other hand, the what didn't feel as heavy was that wife hat. And that's not always, that hasn't always been the case. Um, you know, and it was good because, you know, even though me and my husband didn't have a lot of, we didn't have as much free time as we normally would because I was so focused on my my graduate program. But I feel like we were so intentional about our time that allowed us to have this, like, find this really good rhythm that made me feel really connected to him, even though we had less, you know, quote unquote, us time. So there were seasons where that wife hat has felt the heaviest, but thankfully this past year didn't. Um, every year, the pieces of my identity has looked differently. Uh, it has its highs and its lows, challenges and setbacks, but I always end the year feeling really accomplished as I, you know, think back and say, wow, I've really been able to persevere. It feels good to look to look back and say, look how far I've come. It's something that I, I, I really enjoy and get to celebrate. Is that something that you do as you prepare for the close of the year? Um, it's a practice that I'm just starting to kind of get into the habit of as I'm looking forward towards my goals. Um, I'm also looking back and thinking about all of my accomplishments and even some of the the challenges or setbacks, quote unquote setbacks, um, examining them. So I can figure out, okay, what can I learn from this? What can I take away and be able to apply into this new year? So if it's not something that you do uh, to to look back and kind of think about the pros and the cons or the highs and the lows, I suggest giving it a try. It gives us to, to really just ex- examine and celebrate the wins. There's so much that we can learn. Um, something that... Uh, as we're also celebrating the wins and examining the losses, we can then begin to kind of surrender any weight. So if there's anything that you might be carrying into the new year, that would give you the time to just bring it to the Lord and start surrendering it. So some ideas could be like, you know, at the, at, towards the end of the year, you, you're feeling maybe heavy. Maybe there's some grief that you're carrying or worry about the future or guilt for something that maybe you've done throughout the year that was somewhat out of character or just not what aligns with your values. It's something that, okay, here I am. I'm feeling this guilt. I'm carrying this anger you know what, let me go to the Lord and start surrendering these burdens to him. And as you begin to do that, um, it allows you to, to, to free up some space and have um, just more, just more space. I, I really can't think of another word, space, so that you can begin to or continue to run this race that God has placed you in. Um it, It'll free you up so that you can run the race and run that next lap as we're thinking about 2024. It's crucial to get into this habit of surrendering burdens and bringing it to the Lord. This concept of of running a race is, um, it's a biblical concept. So if we read Hebrews 12, it tells us, that therefore, since we are surren- surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, 
let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. I don't know if you've heard this before, but we're all in a race. It's not a race against other people, but a race against ourselves. The prize at the end is not a trophy and a title of first place winner. It's the crown of life. The prize is eternal life and the title of faithful servant. Now that you know you're in a race, let's break down the scriptures and talk about three necessary components that will help you to effectively run this race of life. And thinking about just shorter distance, the goals that you've set out for 2024. The first concept is to gain self-awareness. We read in that passage in Hebrews 12.1 that we need to strip off unnecessary weight. That's going to be something hard for you to do if you're not really sure what you're even carrying. The work that I do with my clients at Sela Counseling Services is just that. We get the opportunity to do talk therapy. Talk therapy is this channel that allows clients to gain awareness of subconscious feelings and emotions. I currently have several uh, openings available right now if that's something that you want to do. So if you're looking to work with a Christian counselor, then I'd love to work with you. I work with clients all over the U.S. If you're interested, head on over to SalaCounselingNJ.com where you can fill out a free consultation form and we'll have uh, the director reach out to you and just share some more information with you and get you scheduled if that's something you want to do. Now, if that's not something you're interested in, uh, one thing that I could invite advise you to do is to begin journaling. Journaling can be a great start. You can begin by ending the night asking yourself some questions. So this is something that I like to share with my clients. I'll tell them to think about a high and a low for the day. Ask themselves, what am I feeling right now emotionally? If you find it challenging to describe your emotions, Go to Google and type feelings wheel. It's a guide with a variety of names for emotions just to get you to stretch your vocabulary. You can also ask yourself what has happened today has, that has led me to feel this emotion. Did someone say something to me? What have I been thinking about today? Asking yourself these questions will give you more insight. So just kind of with the hustle and bustle of life, I find that for most of us, we rarely check in with ourselves. It's just as important to check in with yourself as you're checking in with family, you're checking in with friends. End the night and say, okay, let me check in with Jasmine. What's going on with you, girl? How are you feeling? Are you feeling down? Are you feeling tired, restless, anxious? And, And if you are, why? This is so important. This is something that I've been doing and I've been learning more about myself. Examining my thoughts lately has allowed me to gain awareness that I actually am struggling with this fear of failure. This fear of failure not only slows me down, but sometimes it stops me from running my race. And that's a problem. Now that I'm aware of it, I'm proactively praying about it, surrendering it to God and asking him to help me overcome this challenge and overcome this fear. Every experience fills us with emotions. Have you used the expression, time is flying? Well, time seems to slow down when you give yourself the opportunity to reflect and feel. If you do that, the next step is healing. So the second concept is repenting and renouncing. 
So Hebrews 12.1 continues to call us to strip off the sin that so easily and cleverly entangles us. For some of us, we might be or might not be aware of what sin is or how we're sinning. So sin is defined as an immoral act that is to be considered a transgression against God and against his laws. God has created laws for morality, for safety, for order, for holiness, and, and just so much more. Thinking about my community, if there was someone here who broke a law, they would be punished. Depending on the crime, they would have to do community service, pay a fine, go to prison. In those three scenarios, the perpetrator is losing. They're losing time, losing money, losing freedom. These are all setbacks that can cause us to stop running the race that God has intended for us. Now, does that mean that if we have a criminal record, we can't ever get back in the race? No. God's love, his unmerited mercy and grace allows us to get back on track with him. But the point I'm making here is that it gets us off course. He has good plans for us. He has a good plan for you. He has a good plan for me. And sinning is just not a part of it. Sin is a distraction and it can get us caught in traps that could potentially kill us. God wants you to surrender to sin and seek him. Along with examining your weights, examine your sin. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4 gives us insight into the people who are deemed as God's enemies in the last days. It says, these people, they will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, demeaning, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Reading God's words, yeah, it, that 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 took a lot of breath, a lot of air, but yeah, reading that, it's really sobering. And and sometimes it could be even painful. If you connect it to something that I just said from that scripture, one of those attributes, that's something that you can bring to the Lord. And just to say, you're not alone in that. We're all sinners. We all fall short, but we're all called to repent. Repentance means to ask for forgiveness and turn away from that sin, along with renouncing. And renouncing means to verbally declare your abandonment of that unlawful act. So repenting and renouncing is important because there's power in our words. So speak this often. Whenever you see yourself entertaining sin before it prevents you from running the race for good. The last concept is found in Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Paul is speaking to the church in Philippi and sharing his secret to endurance. It says, not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy, regardless of my circumstances. I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times, and I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him 
who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in crisis sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Did you catch the secret? The secret here that Paul is saying is self-sufficiency through Christ. Paul is one of the most well-known apostles. He, he has left this massive legacy and one of the best examples of a faithful follower. His faithfulness came at a price. He faced death multiple times, suffering unfathomable events, and he stayed the course. It's hard to imagine continuing to get up and running the race when every twist and turn has some painful and dangerous circumstances. I think most of us would quit. We would probably say, you know what, this is way too hard to follow Jesus. It's too painful. This is too scary. I'm just going to go back to my old life. If we had to face what he said, what Paul had to face, I imagine saying these words to myself. It's scary. Being a Christ follower is not easy. But what we see, the example that Paul left us is that he didn't turn back. He said, no matter the circumstance, whether good or bad, for richer or poorer, the Lord is enough. He is my strength and through him I can endure all things. What Paul is saying sounds like what a couple couple would recite to each other during their wedding vows. He is faithfully committed to Christ. And that right there is what allows him to continue in the race. That's the Lord's expectation for every one of us. When we say yes to surrendering our lives to Jesus, that is what we're committing to, just as a husband and a wife commits to one another. My husband's warm embrace, his encouraging words, and commitment to our family inspires me to keep on going. When times get hard, he is my safe place and a beautiful example of what Jesus wants to be for every single one of us. Now, what we have to be mindful of is being enticed to put other things before the Lord. Just like in a marriage, your relationship has to come first before everything else. Work is good. Friends and family is good. Money, material things are good. But these things, as innocent as they sound, they can take you out. That's the reality of it. The fruit that Eve saw in the garden was good and pleasing to her eyes. But we know what happened there. It caused separation from God and it caused death. God has a specific race for each of us. I can't run your race and you can't run mine. What I'm talking about is something called purpose. Do not deviate from your race and do not put anything else before your relationship with God. Him first. Then your spouse if you're married. Then your children. And then everything else after that. If you do that, you will be like Paul, finding full satisfaction, not from the ever-changing things of this world, but from the faithful and unwavering God. My dear friends, my hope is that you will not only run the race, but finish it. Just to recap the three components that will help you get to the finish line. The first is to gain self-awareness of the weight that you're carrying. The second is to repent and renounce of your sins. And the last is to find full satisfaction in Jesus. If you do that, you will win that glorious crown of life and receive the title of faithful servant. 
Hey, if you made it this far and listened to the whole episode, I just want to say thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's message and learned something from it. If you did, please share my podcast with a friend, follow the show, and leave a review. You, my listeners, are important to me, and I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you. Thank you.